0: I finally managed to watch this Garcia-Campbell fight in its entirety, and this is my official post-fight review. I saw a lot of people online in the immediate aftermath of the fight saying that Luke Campbell looked scared, he knew he was going to lose, saying that he didn't have enough confidence in himself, and so on. I personally think that's a misinterpretation. Luke Campbell knew going into the fight that he was going to be outmatched in terms of speed, hand speed, foot speed, explosiveness, youth, energy, and so on. Luke Campbell is 11 years older than Ryan Garcia. I know he looks like he's got a baby face, but these guys are not close in age. They might be close in terms of the number of pro fights they've had, but Luke Campbell has been fighting at a much higher level than Ryan Garcia for the most part. And he's had far tougher fights. So there's a lot more wear and tear on his 33-year-old body than there is on a 22-year-old body of Ryan Garcia. So you can prepare as much as you possibly can for a guy who's going to be fast and young and energetic. But until you get in the ring, you're not exactly sure how you're going to be able to deal with that. And... From very early on, Luke Campbell realized that Ryan Garcia was blisteringly fast compared to him. He realized that he could not get into prolonged exchanges with this guy. And so what do most veteran fighters try and do is they try to slow the pace down. They don't want to get into a young man's fight where it's about athleticism and energy and work rate. They don't want to get into that. They want to slow the pace down to their liking so they can pick their shots and take their time. And that's what Luke Campbell was trying to do. He was moving around and, you know, not looking to get into exchanges with Ryan Garcia, the guy with the faster hands, the guy with the better punch variety. He was looking for the opportunity to land the kind of shot which he did land in the second round that dropped Ryan Garcia. But even when Ryan Garcia got up, Luke Campbell could sense, everybody could see Garcia wasn't out of it. He still had his faculties. He still had his wits about him. And therefore, Luke Campbell, who isn't a renowned finisher, if he'd really gone for it against Ryan Garcia at that point, I think the chances are Luke Campbell would have got stopped earlier than he ended up being stopped in the seventh. I think he would have got stopped earlier if he'd gone all out to try and get Ryan Garcia out of there. Because I don't think Ryan Garcia was ready for the taking. It was a heavy knockdown. Don't get it twisted. But Ryan Garcia's eyes looked clear. His balance was there. And if you look at his body language, he didn't seem particularly perturbed by getting dropped like that. He seemed comfortable. And he was the guy pressing the action. He wasn't quite as cavalier after the knockdown as he was prior. But he was still the guy pressing the action. Luke Campbell still understood at that moment. This guy... He's got all his faculties about him. He's way quicker than me. He can throw punches from lots of different angles, which I can't throw them from. So I still don't wanna get into any kind of prolonged exchanges with this guy. I don't wanna give him any opportunity to start letting his hands go. So he was still careful. So I don't think it was a lack of confidence. I just think it was Luke Campbell understanding that he was overmatched in terms of speed, explosiveness, athleticism, punch variety, youth, energy, okay? I think this is being misinterpreted as him being scared or not having enough confidence. I think if he'd done what a lot of people think he should have done and be more assertive and more aggressive, he would have got stopped earlier. That's my personal view. So, long story short, I think Luke Campbell did as well as he could have done. I think that ultimately... The youth and the athleticism of Ryan Garcia was too much, and he was always going to be too much. That knockdown in the second round, notwithstanding, it was Ryan Garcia's fight. And yeah, Luke Campbell did have his moments, and I'm not going to say he only won a single round, but you know, if you take that knockdown out of the equation, I mean, Ryan Garcia was winning that round. You know, he won everything that happened before that knockdown. And after that knockdown, for my money, Ryan Garcia was winning the round. So, I think Luke Campbell did as well as he could have done against this guy. And he he was just in against somebody younger, stronger, faster, and more talented all round. It was a nice setup with the left hand in the second round. He was throwing one twos upstairs. He was throwing some left hands straight. He then varied it, jab into Ryan Garcia's body, you know, making him think, okay, he's going to go downstairs because he did throw a few down, making him think he's going to go downstairs. Then looping the left hand over the top, and Ryan Garcia showed some defensive weaknesses there. You might be able to get away with what Ryan Garcia did. Against a shorter opponent with shorter arms. Where he just stuck his arms out in front of him. And leaned back in a straight line. He didn't even get his feet out of the way. You see, if you're going to lean back. A la a prime Muhammad Ali. Very few boxing trainers will advise you to do that anyway. But if you're going to do it. Get your feet out of the way as well. If you're fighting somebody who's as tall as you. With a similar reach to yourself. Get your feet out the way. It's not going to be enough in a lot of instances to just lean your head back. But that's what Ryan Garcia did. It reminded me a little bit of uh, Hasim Ratman when he fought Lennox Lewis in the rematch. Because that's what Hasim Ratman was doing. He was just sticking his arms out in front of him and leaning straight back, not getting his feet out of the way, just leaning straight back, hoping that would be enough to uh, block any incoming power shots. But Lennox Lewis varied the trajectory of his right hand. He, instead of throwing it straight, threw it in a looping fashion around Hassim Ratman's outstretched arms and was able to land a tremendous right hand that ended the fight. In this case, of course, Ryan Garcia got caught with a similar shot, a looping shot, a left hand from Campbell rather than a right hand from Lewis. But again, he positioned himself like Hassim Ratman, chin in the air, leaning back, arms out in front of him gets clocked in a similar fashion, goes down hard, but he wasn't that badly hurt. You know, flash knockdown in terms of the uh, concussive effect or lack thereof from the shot. Got up, composed himself, was calm, looked confident, wasn't flustered or panicked. Yes, Luke Campbell looked tense in the fight, but again, that's because he was up against somebody who he knew could strike and hurt him at any second. So, when you fight someone who's so much faster than you, who has more energy than you, who has more punch variety than you, more imagination on the attack than you, you're gonna be on edge. <laughs> you know, that's how you stop yourself from getting clipped. You're gonna be on edge. Luke Campbell doesn't really have the offensive sophistication to be able to do any more than he did. In my estimation, anyway. I think he he did as good as he was ever going to do. And Ryan Garcia, ultimately, is just a better fighter. Maybe a younger Luke Campbell, when he was 26, 27, might have been able to do a little bit better. Maybe he would have been a little sharper, a little faster. But he's improved, technically, since he was 26, 27. He's a better technical fighter now than he was then. If you're just talking about having the ability to you know, put a bit more energy in there, having the ability to keep up with what Ryan Garcia was doing from an athletic point of view, you know, from a mental point of view, because it's very mentally fatiguing when you're in there against somebody who's that fast, who's who's looking to put it on you all the time. And this was not like Vasyl Lomachenko, who's a little short guy compared to Luke Campbell. Luke Campbell could take a round off here and there just sitting behind the jab making it difficult for Lomachenko to get to him. He Didn't have that luxury of Ryan Garcia, a guy who's just as tall as he is. So, yeah, that's my take on the fight. Yes, Ryan Garcia showed some defensive issues there. He also showed that he's over-eager at times, going in there, not having any respect for Luke Campbell. But that fight will do him a lot of good. Because now he realizes that he might go in there thinking a guy's going to be a walkover and he can get clipped and dropped. And there are bigger punches out there at 130 pounds than Luke Campbell. So, the fight will do him a world of good. I know people want to write him off against Tank, write him off against Teofimo Lopez. I wouldn't be so quick to do that. I really wouldn't. Especially... With Tank Davis. Because. Tank Davis is coming up in weight. He's nowhere near as tall as Ryan Garcia. Will he be able to. Punish. Garcia the way that Luke Campbell was able to. You know when Garcia's moving back. You know leaning back rather with his arms outstretched. He's probably going to correct that mistake anyway. But even if he doesn't. I don't think it will be as easy for Tank. To land that kind of shot at long range. As it was for Luke Campbell. You know, Tank overall is a more talented fighter than Luke Campbell. But Luke Campbell is a much taller guy, does have longer arms. And I think he was able to get things done in there that Tank wouldn't be able to get done so easily. And vice versa, there are certain things Tank would be able to do better than Campbell. He'll certainly be able to pressure Ryan Garcia better than Luke Campbell did. Definitely. And. There's probably, I mean, I don't want to say definitely, but there's probably more power for Tank Davis than Luke Campbell has. I say probably because who's Tank Davis really knocked out at lightweight? I mean, come on. Leo Santa Cruz? Are people really that gassed by him knocking out a little guy? And they think, oh, this is the lightweight Mike Tyson? I mean, I'm not so easily convinced, (laughs) you know? So I, I, I don't want to jump on the bandwagon, the reactionary bandwagon with everybody else saying, oh my God, this guy gets destroyed by Tank Davis because he got dropped by Luke Campbell. I don't think it's as straightforward as that. I think the Tiafemo Lopez fight, if I was involved in managing Ryan Garcia, I would stay away from that fight more than the Tank Davis fight at this stage. You know, because he's not going to have the same kind of height and reach advantages over a Tiafimo Lopez as he would have over Tank. So I will personally steer away from that fight for now. And if he's going to fight any, well, of course, there's Devin Haney. He's Devin Haney's mandatory. Even Haney, I think, would be, it's a good fight. I would rather him fight Tank than Haney at this point. You know, I think that with his height and reach, he will be able to maybe box a little bit against Tank. Um, Give Tank some issues. He had some issues against Leo Santa Cruz, people. (laughs) So, look, I'm not making a prediction right now in terms of who I think would win, Ryan Garcia or Tank, but I don't think it's this foregone conclusion that people are making it out to be. I just don't see it. Let me know what you guys think in the comments below. Ryan Garcia his performance against Luke Campbell. To sum up, ultimately for me, I think Luke Campbell knew he was up against it. I don't think it was a situation where he wasn't confident enough or didn't believe in himself enough. He just didn't have the talent to be able to keep Ryan Garcia off of him for any great length of time. And that's what he would have needed to do to win the fight. He would have needed to slow the pace down and keep the pace slow, you know, relatively slow, so he could have the space to box his fight. Ryan Garcia simply didn't allow him to have that. And Campbell wasn't good enough to reestablish it. I think it's as simple as that. So, give me your take in the comments below, people. I'm out. If you'd like to access all my boxing content advert free and enjoy the convenience of listening via a podcast app with the option to download in high quality MP3, then consider joining me on Patreon. In addition to the aforementioned perks, you'll also gain access to exclusive weekly live stream Q&A sessions and hangouts, as well as uncensored, no-holds-barred uploads, which are too blue for YouTube. This includes my popular Confessions of a Nightclub Bouncer series. We've also got a Discord server where you can come and chat and hang out with myself and other members. Just head on over to my Patreon page and select the tier called Hatman Boxing Extra. There's no contract, There's no commitment. It's only £2.50 a month and you can cancel at any time. So come and join our community of hardcore boxing enthusiasts by signing up with me here on Patreon today.